Hi, this is Jackie Russo, and I'm the host of Razor Branding Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoy it, learn something from it, and it makes your time worthwhile. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Please be sure to subscribe. You can do it through iTunes or through the razorbranding.org website. For more information, you can get everything you need to know from that site, as well as info about each episode. You can follow me on Twitter at Jackie Russo, J-A-C-I-R-U-S-S-O. If you don't like what is being said, change the conversation. Okay, now a quick break for a message from our sponsor, ParishParcel.com. If you have ever heard of any of those monthly subscription services, Birchbox, uh, BarkBox, uh, I've got one for you that doesn't have the word box in it. It is Parish Parcel. It is a monthly subscription service, uh, but even more than that, it's a curated Cajun experience. You're looking for a gift to give someone that's not expected. Uh, You've got somebody to shop for that's difficult to buy and you want to give them something unique. This is the thing. Parishparcel.com comes once a month. You can get the regular or the lanyap. And the lanyap has an extra item. That's what lanyap means, a little something extra. And it's pretty cool. It's everything from spices, apparel, food, art, music, recipes, Louisiana-made merchandise, soap, playing cards, uh, mustards, uh, different books, um, wine stoppers, uh, magnets, you name it. A little bit of everything, even some soap and bath bombs. But it's all made in Louisiana. It all has a unique Cajun flair to it. It's perfect for the stranded Cajun living away from home or someone who simply craves a little Cajun spice in their lives. And let me tell you, if you're looking for a gift to give someone that's different, parishparcel.com is the way to go. Hi, this is Jackie Russo, host of Razor Branding Podcast. Thanks for subscribing, downloading, listening, interacting. I appreciate the feedback that I've gotten from everybody, and it's awesome. The community is growing, and it's really kind of cool. If you haven't provided comments but you'd like to, you can go to razorbranding.org, and you can make suggestions of topics you'd like to hear in the future. Uh, Give me feedback. Tell me I'm wrong, which one or two of you have done, and I appreciate that as much as all the people that have said it's great and that they love listening. So today, you're going to be listening to Razor Branding Podcast, episode number 13, and we're going to be talking about Facebook. Right. Everybody's got a Facebook page. Everybody's on Facebook. The problem is, not everybody is doing Facebook very well. Uh, So there's some businesses that haven't quite gotten the memo of how this is supposed to work. It is not, I repeat, not a monologue. It is social media. By its very definition, it is about social engagement, social interaction. By its name, you can tell it's supposed to be a dialogue, not a monologue. You should be able to communicate back and forth with people. So if all you're doing is saying, buy my product, use my services, buy my product, use my services, there's no communication there. You're that guy at the party that only talks about himself and doesn't let anybody else participate in the monologue conversation that you're running. So don't be that guy. Be the person that asks questions, that cares about other people. Use social media to get to know your customer base. If you don't really, truly, completely know who you're selling to, their demographics, their psychographics, everything about them, why they buy you, what they think of your competition, use social media to find out. But my gosh, stop yelling at us. And I mean, seriously, sometimes those are all caps, and that is exactly yelling. So I'm assuming 
that by now uh, you've probably already set up a page for your organization. Uh, you probably have attracted a few followers and you've probably posted a few things. You might even have a little calendar of a few events going. And then what? How do you get more people to follow you? How do you get more people to engage with you? Well, some organizations would tell you to go buy them. I would tell you that's not going to be quality. It's going to be quantity. Your numbers will be high, but it's not really the quality you want. You don't want to go buy fans and followers because if you're using your social media to sell your products and services, to build your brand, to really build a relationship with your target audience, and you go buy these bots just so your numbers are higher, your actions are not in coordination with your goals. So you really don't want to do that. What you want to do is earn it. And you want to earn it. It's going to be slow and steady, wins the race, but it's going to be worth it. Now, there's a lot of companies that'll sell you, I don't know, a thousand followers for $10. And you're going to be tempted. You're going to think, oh, I can make my numbers better. Don't do it. Save the $10 and buy somebody on your team lunch. Really, you want to make sure you are properly building your base because you want to have a relationship with potential customers, not just have higher numbers with the bots. So how do you do that? Well, one of the first things you want to do is create a calendar. And you want to use your calendar to look at what's going to be happening. What's happening in your organization? What's happening in your community? What's happening nationally with you know major events and holidays? What's going on in the world? And I'm saying don't overwhelm yourself. 30 days out, just 30 days, figure out anything that's happening in the company, birthdays, anniversaries, uh, new product rollouts, sales, whatever might be happening in the company. Those major events and holidays, map all that out on the calendar. Go ahead and create your schedule of posts, whether it's Facebook, which is really what we're talking about today, but this is applicable for Instagram or Twitter, LinkedIn, all of it. Um, so what you do on Facebook can carry over. So go ahead and map out all the things you want to say and do during this 30 days with relationship to what's happening inside your organization and outside in the world. I mean, really everything, whether it's Olympics, whether it's a NASCAR race, whether it's the NFL draft, whether it's Major League Baseball season, all of those things are happening. So find a way, uh, if it's applicable, to tie in. If it's not applicable, don't even worry about it. Drop it, let it go, skip it. That is what's going to make up part of what you're going to do over the course of a month. But this way, you know there are things being posted. Day in, day out, something is happening. Now, you don't want to just rely on that. You want that to be a part of it. Now, whether you want to make that 30%, 50%, or 70% of your effort for the month, that's really up to you. That's about your business, your market, your geography, the relationship you have with your customers. There's lots of different options in terms of the ratio. But for now, let's just go ahead and get those down. So now you've got that calendar done. Great. So what else are you going to do? Well, one of the things you can do is use social media to really engage with your target audience. And I mean engage with them so that you can hear them. Find out from them what do they like. What do they like about your products? What do they not like about your products? What products and services do they want to see you launch? Use it to do a little bit of market research. Get some feedback. Now, should you take this to be the Bible? No. As Henry Ford once said, if I had asked people what they wanted, they would have said a faster horse. They would have never said a car. 
Steve Jobs never would have had market research telling him feedback from customers saying, hey, we want an iPhone. We didn't know it could happen, so we didn't know to ask for it. So don't be limited by what they say. Be honored by the feedback they provide. And know that some of it may be valuable, some of it may not be good, but they're going to feel valued because you've asked. And that's the biggest part of it all. So go ahead and get some ideas from them. The other thing that you're going to want to do is you're going to want to make sure you're keeping it balanced. If you have three, four, five of those previously scheduled posts in a row before you've got something natural and organic and real, then you're going to have a problem. The other thing you're going to want to know is in addition to the scheduled things, and the the fresh new things you're gonna be sending out, there's also an opportunity to send content created by other people. If there are YouTube videos that relate to what you're doing, and I'm not talking about things by the competition, but things that someone would find interesting, go ahead and share them. Two great things will happen. One, you'll be seen as a source of great content because you're sharing great content. Whether the content was written by you or written by somebody else, it's good and you shared it. The second thing is the entity whose stuff you shared they will uh, appreciate it. And if they are small enough in stature and not overwhelmed uh, with all these viral sharings, they'll probably acknowledge it, appreciate it, and share right back at you. So it'll be a good thing. The next thing you wanna do is really make sure you're stepping up your game actually in your business. You wanna be giving good customer service. You wanna make sure your product is top notch because as you begin to engage more with customers, They will point out if you have let them down. They'll do it through online reviews, which is the topic of our next episode. Uh, They will do it with their posts, their comments, their ratings, their stars, everything. So you really don't want to take this time as you're more and more out in the market to let them down, to be bad at your job because they will tell the world. Speaking of, you want to respond to people. If somebody posts something, don't ignore it. Don't let it go. Acknowledge it, positive or negative. The very number one rule is you have to respond. You can thank them for their feedback even if you don't agree with what they said. But if there is even a hint of truth to it, and you'll be able to know because it'll kind of piss you off and make you feel really defensive, they've struck a nerve. So own it. But again, we're gonna get to that in our um, review, online reviews episode, which is next. You want to be sharing great content, right? So we talked about that. Whether it's content that you have created or someone else has created, you want it to be solid and actionable and things that people will enjoy, they'll be connected to. We're building a brand. And if you don't remember, because it's been so many weeks since the first episodes, building brands is all about emotional connections. So you want to make sure that everything you're doing is engaging. Use video. Use photos. Find a way to really engage people that makes them interested and want to share it themselves. Because if you put out something that's interesting to them and they like it, they'll share it. And that's ultimately what you're going for, right? You want people to share your great content. So make sure that you're tying in to things that they will care about. When it comes down to it, this is the way you're gonna really build out your brand through Facebook. Um, I've got lots of other ideas but we're at the 10 minute mark. So I don't wanna push us too far past because I told you I wouldn't keep you around for 30 minutes in these episodes. Thanks for listening to Raise Your Branding Podcast. Hope this episode was time well spent. 
Please join us again next week. A new episode comes out each Monday. If you already subscribe through iTunes, great. Otherwise, you can go to razorbranding.org, get each episode, the show notes, the links, as well as uh, you can subscribe through your RSS feed. So I hope you'll join us next week and continue to uh, enjoy Razor Branding Podcast.